Hello and welcome to the Art of Selling Online Courses. We are here to share winning strategies and secret hacks from top performers in the online course industry. My name is John Ainsworth and today's guest is Josip Bellina. Josip is our funnel strategy lead and he's worked on dozens and dozens of funnel building and funnel optimization and email marketing projects for our clients. He's developed and tested most of the systems that DDM is now using when we're working with our clients. And one of his specialties, one of the things he loves more than anything is a spreadsheet. And today we're going to be talking about KPIs and tracking. So how tracking your numbers can help you make much more money. You might be listening and thinking, oh my God, I don't want to look at a spreadsheet. I don't want to track my numbers. This can make you a lot more money. It can make you a lot more sales. It is great. Trust us. Uh, we're going to talk about how much more money you can make, what to track, why to track it, and what the latest data we have is about how much you can increase your revenue by. Josip, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, happy to be here. Long time no see, actually, on this podcast. So happy to be part of it again. Before we get into KPIs, I want to talk through about, we've got these 10 free funnel reviews we're doing at the moment. Can you talk everybody through what that is, what they get in a free funnel review? Yes. So the free funnel review, well, 10 a month are free. Normally we charge a thousand bucks for them. But what you get is you'll get someone from my team, probably Martina, to go through the entire website or one part of your website, one sales page in very, very detailed manner. Basically, we teach 15 elements of a well-converting sales page. Uh, Martina is going to check those 15 elements or anyone else from the team are going to check those 15 elements. They're going to give you suggestions and actionable insights as to what you can do right now. Those are all quick wins to improve your sales page conversions. She's also going to review the checkout pages and suggest a few things to add on those checkout pages. Basically, after that mini audit, basically, pre-funnel review, you're going to get four or five things that you can do that can increase your revenue by 20 to 40%. We have had a few people that started making a lot more money just by implementing a few of those changes. So this is a very valuable thing you can get. And we that's what we teach. That's what we go through with all of our clients, basically now available for free. And this is, I guess, like Joseph said, it's normally $1,000. But for listeners of this podcast, if you go to pimpyourfunnel.com, you fill out the report there, you'll get, a, you're guaranteed to get a free report, but you're also 10 people a month are going to get these free funnel reviews done as a, a video. So go sign up now, pimpyourfunnel.com. Right, let's get into KPIs and talk about that. So first of all, what does KPIs mean? Let's start with that. Right. So KPIs are key performance indicators for your business. Most people will start with two main ones, how many sales you're getting and what's the revenue. Basically, once you start, that's the most important part for you to understand. So you need to get sales, you need to get money that will serve you to have that product market fit. But if you want to scale and if you really want to understand what's going on with the business, you need to track a lot more than that. So why? Why does it help? Why is KPI tracking useful? Right, because our company is named Data-Driven Marketing. And basically, data allows you to scale. Data allows you to pinpoint exactly what you need to do in order to double, triple, quadruple, quintuple some areas of your business. Now, let's say that you have a funnel. You are selling a product and you have a checkout page. That's what most people will have, right? A product 
a sales page and a checkout page. Assuming that there is product market fit, it's gonna sell at a certain benchmark. Now, whether it's below our benchmark or above our benchmark, or uh, whether you need to change the product, change the price, we don't know that. That's why you need to track the KPIs because it's gonna allow you to understand what to do in the funnel and how to change it in order to make more money by doing series of split tests. Basically, you need to track how many people land on your sales pages, you need to track the conversions there, how many people click through from your sales pages to your checkout pages, and then what happens after the checkout. Basically, all of those numbers allow you to have a model of your business, and having a model of your business will allow you to pinpoint the exact two or three areas where you can put most of your efforts in order to make more money. Now, I think for a lot of people, this is quite a new concept. This isn't the way they're used to thinking. So let's try and dive into some details of this to kind of make sure everybody understands it. Talk about an example, like what might someone's conversion rate be or a case study, if you can think of one from one of our clients of like where you were able to pinpoint which area to focus on in the funnel. So if we look at the business as a whole, not just one funnel, Right during an audit, for example, we will focus on the top part of the funnel and the very bottom part of the funnel, and then KPIs are going to show us everything in between. So what's the top part of most funnels? Lead gen, obviously. So you are getting a certain number of people landing on your, not necessarily landing pages, but basically traffic. You are getting, let's say, half a million people a month browsing uh, around your website. Now, what do you do with them? Most people will have 0.5% conversion rate there, right? So 0.5% of people that are landing on their pages or their website will give them their email address. Now, if we pinpoint that, if we can figure that out, there is a few things we'll know from there. We'll know that the benchmark is 2% or more than 2%, 2 to 3. So if we work on that, we expect 5x growth in the number of leads you're generating. Now, why is that important? If we know that we can go from, let's say, 20 or 5,000 leads a month to 25,000 leads a month, what does that mean for the business? Now, we put them through a tripwire funnel. So what's the conversion rate there? So from initially, you had 5,000 people going through, just giving you their email address. Now we can get to 25 but also we can get them through a tripwire funnel. So 25,000 people times 3%, that's now 750 sales that you can get that you otherwise wouldn't have gotten or you just weren't getting. You might have already had a tripwire funnel. Now, with this top part of the KPIs, it allows you to see, okay, this is the potential of just the front-end funnel, right? So we now know that if we increase the lead magnet opt-in rate or the lead intake by 5x, our sales are going to be around 750. And if we have an average order value of 47, that's $35,000 just from the tripwire funnel. And we have had that with a few of our clients, around 30, 30 something thousand dollars with a tripwire funnel when we had gotten them from 100, 100 and something leads a week to at 1.5 thousand. 
and that's on a weekly basis, basically. Those KPIs allow you to tell, okay, this is doable, this is scalable, this can work if we run paid traffic to that. And that's just the top part. Now we go to the middle of the funnel. We start to, let's say, we, we see that people don't really open the emails. If we know that, we need to work on the nurture email sequences and the welcome email sequences. Now you have the lead gen that's better, you start working on the nurture part and the welcome part. Now that gets better because more people are engaged. They get value. They open emails more. And now you have a lot bigger pool of people that you can email. And if you email them, anywhere from 0.2 to 0.7% of your list is going to buy every time you do an email promotion, which then means that you're going to be making more money. And if you don't track APIs, you will not understand any of this. Basically, it's just luck then or not everything is luck but if you don't understand and track all of those numbers you won't know where to focus on it might be that you need to focus on more on the upsells and order bumps rather than email promotions first and then doing email promotions but the order of what you do matters and you're going to be able to know that by tracking kpis and understanding your benchmarks against industry benchmarks and then comparing the two I think let's try and break that down because that was like that was a lot i imagine for a lot of people listening now you might be feeling a bit overwhelmed that was a huge amount of information to take in let's try and break this down even further i think that the thing that's really 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 important to understand is you only have a limited amount of time right you've only got so much time to work on improving your marketing <clears throat> you're working on probably creating content for your search engine optimization or your YouTube channel or for Instagram, you're creating new courses, you're maybe managing a team, you might be managing customer support stuff as well. You've got all of that stuff going on. You've got a limited amount of time to do your marketing in order to make more money, right? So you've got probably at the moment, some way for people to opt into your email list. You're sending out some email promotions every year, maybe two or three a year, something like that at the moment. If you're sending out email promotions, you're maybe more advanced. You've got Email promotions, going to a sales page, going to a checkout page, maybe once a month. If you're, if you're further along, you might have that. What do you do next? What do you improve next to, in order to make more money? The stuff that Yosef's talking through here is going to allow you to figure out what is it you should do next. So if, like he was saying, if you're already doing email promotions, and like he's saying, you've got a bad opt-in rate, like 0.5%. So you take the number of opt-ins you get a month, you divide it by the number of people who are visiting your website or the number of people going to your YouTube channel. You find out what the opt-in rate is. And then if you look at the benchmark data, so let's say with a YouTube channel, the benchmark opt-in rate is about 1%. With a website, it's about 2 to 3%. You look at your current number and you look at the benchmark. And if your number is a long way below the benchmark, then it's easy for you to make improvements. If you implement the stuff from our system of what things to do, then you're going to make improvements really quickly. Now, if you've got something where your opt-in rate is already at 4%, there's almost no point you going and doing more work because it's almost definitely not the bit of the funnel where the bottleneck is. And if you don't track your KPIs, you don't know. And you might look at it and go, oh, I'm not making enough money. I heard about this cool new tactic. I'm going to go try that. And that new tactic is actually going to make things worse instead of making things better. We've already broken down for you to the top eight things that you should do in order to make more money with your course business. And if you want to see what they all are, we talk about them in detail at uh, datadrivenmarketing.co slash webinar. There's a free webinar that takes you through all of it. 
But then within that, how do you know which thing to go work on? And if you track your KPIs, you can actually look at it and go, oh, my sales page conversion rate sucks compared to what a good conversion rate is. So, Joseph, could you break down for everybody what are, at each stage, you mentioned a couple already, but at each stage, what are benchmark people should be looking for? So opt-in rates, email open rates, email click-through rates, sales page, order page, this kind of thing. Yes. So let's start with top of the funnel, so people opting in. If you have a lot of organic traffic and just people visiting your website, on the website, 2% is what we would consider a benchmark. Now, this may go from 3 to 5%, so higher the better. But if you have 2% opt-in rate, you don't really need to spend too much time on optimizing that. One thing to note here, I know this is not a topic, but if you have double opt-in, remove it immediately. You don't need double opt-in. If you have double opt-in, if you remove it, you're going to double your lead intake overnight, virtually. Now, next thing is the tripwire. So someone opts in. In ideal scenario, the next thing you show them is going to be a sales page, a tripwire sales page, where they can buy something for, let's say, $27. What we like to see there is 3%. So out of 100 leads, three of them are going to buy. But now, how does that go? So you want 25% of people that see your sales pages, including the tripwire, to click through to the checkout page. You want about 18% of them to opt in and buy something after they have clicked through to your checkout page, right? So if you have those numbers, it's going to be about four and a half sales. So that's about four and a half percent for a tripwire. That's an ideal benchmark scenario. But if you can get to 3%, that's good. That's the bottom part of that, the 12% checkout page conversion. If you have that, that's good. It means that, in theory, you can scale with ads. So that those are the first initial numbers. Then we have upsells and order numbers. We normally would say that 25 to 60% in order bump take rate is something that you can get to. Now, recently, we have been doing a few split tests that basically put our benchmarks for order bumps at about 52 to 58%. So 60% might even be something that we can get to right away. There is a tactic around that. We're going to mention that in one of our future podcasts. Then we have upsells. Upsell number one take rate should be ideally anywhere from 12 to 20%. That's definitely doable. We have seen that happening and we have had that ourselves. There is also an upsell number two. You can get anywhere from 8 to 12% depending on the price points. And then we have email open rates. Obviously, people that just sign up, so you'll start with lead magnet delivery email and welcome sequences. Those email open rates are going to be higher. You can expect 60% or around 60%. And in the first week of that indoctrination sequence, 60 to 40% is what most people do have. Now, if you're doing regular email promotions, 20 to 25% open rates are considered benchmark. Now, if you do really good nurture, and if you really are good at segmenting the lists, we have people in the program that have 60% open rates. But that's definitely not the benchmark. So if you have 22% or more, that's good. Hovering around. 21, 20, doesn't really matter. And then click-through rates. And it depends on what you are offering them. But anywhere from 0.5 to 3% when it comes to click-through rates should be good. 
Now, when you're counting click-through rates, because different email service providers count click-through rates differently, are you referring to the percentage of people who open the email or the percentage of people who receive the email who click through? It depends, but normally it's the percentage of people that open the email. Okay. And so the percentage you said of them who well, would... 3% you would want there. 3% of people who open the email to click through. Okay, cool. There are some other benchmarks that we would also measure, but I don't think it's that important right now. So starting from the lead magnets into the trip or into email promotions, having clear understanding how your sales pages perform, how your checkout pages perform, and having absolute in order months. Those are the most important KPIs to track. So we've got website opt-in rate, 2 to 3%, YouTube, Instagram. So YouTube, about 1%. Instagram, probably about 0.5%. So that's opt-ins into your email list. Once someone's opted in, about 3% of them then buying the Tripwire product. What was the order bump conversion rate we said? Anywhere from 25 to 60%, but now around 50% should be doable by implementing a few cool tactics. And so we've talked about different numbers for order bumps in the past, and we've been tracking for every client what the order bump conversion rate is at different points in the funnel as well. And so we've got, we've now got slightly updated data on this one. So for tripwire funnel at the beginning, the conversion rate is more like something around 30 to 50%. If it's from an email promotion, it's more like about 20 to 40%. Upsell conversion rate, about 12 to 20%. And then when you're sending email promotions, about 20 to 25% of people opening it. Of the people who open it, about 3% of them clicking through. And then you've got the sales page, checkout page, et cetera. Again, like we mentioned before, so the conversion rates are all then still the same. This is a a lot of numbers and it's fun. I wonder wonder what people are going to be thinking when hearing those numbers. (laughs) So... This stuff is like, you might be listening to this and thinking, oh my God, this is overwhelming. Jot the numbers down, start tracking your KPIs, and we're going to talk through a little bit about how to do that, and then come back and just check how you're doing against the benchmarks. Choose one area where you're furthest from the benchmarks, and then work on improving that. Go find the episode of this podcast that covers that topic. Go listen and find out what could you do about the order bumps or the sales pages or what have you. We've had episodes covering everything, and we'll continue to go through them in more detail, and then work on improving that. That's the thing that's going to have the biggest impact on your revenue, probably. To collect all these numbers, when we first started this business, there was just no data out there. Nobody was sharing what the actual benchmarks for any of these things were. People would throw out all kinds of numbers, and it would be like, there'd be nonsense, because there'd be like the best number they'd ever got, or there'd be like, you know, what they thought sounded good, or what they would had on one project. What we did is we collected data for every single project that we've ever worked on for five years now. And we've then averaged these out and we've got these numbers and we can tell you this is the benchmark. It's honestly, this is the number to work from. So you might not understand how painful it was collecting all of this data and how hard it was to gather all this and to know what the answers were. But trust me, it was a lot of pain. <laughs> it was a lot of work. And this is very useful stuff. Okay, so now let's get into the way that we do KPI tracking. What kind of fancy schmancy, amazing software are we using for doing all of our KPI tracking that everyone should know about? Yeah, I'm not sure if people heard of it, but we use, yeah, it's a very, very state-of-the-art technology, Google Spreadsheet. And you don't need anything other than a Google Spreadsheet and some formulas. I hear from a lot of people that they want to, you know, 
implement something that's automatic using profit well or stuff like that. You don't need all of that. You don't need all of that first because it's very hard to set up properly. I don't think I've ever seen a profit well that was set up correctly. And then secondly, when you see all of those dashboards, you are not going to know where to look. And with our spreadsheets, we focus on the conversion points. And you will hear us mentioning conversion points quite a lot. Basically, the conversion points are those benchmarks that we were talking about. Those are the most important things. You can do that in one spreadsheet, on one sheet, in for your business in less than an hour, going back like 12 months. And if you have that, that's the step number one in figuring out how to scale your business, where to focus on more, and what you can do to improve. There is definitely, if you're not tracking the KPIs, I can tell you right now, there is going to be three to five things you can do right now in the next month or so that are going to improve some of your conversions, probably allow you to increase the revenue by 20 to 40%. We've done that before. We know that that's that's just the way it goes. No one is doing everything perfectly, especially if they're not tracking the KPIs. With KPIs, it's going to allow you to get one step closer to doing it optimally. And if you want us to look at your numbers for you, go to pimpyourfunnel.com, put your numbers in there. It's just like a bench. It's, just a, it's a more slightly wider uh, range of numbers. Like we do it as just a, you know, are you at 0.0 to 1%, 1% to 2%, that kind of thing. So you don't have to have the exact numbers. And we will figure out for you where that bottleneck is, what area you should be focusing on. Okay, so one thing then that I want to focus on next is we talk quite a lot on this podcast about that increase in revenue that people can get. And I've mentioned a few different numbers, and I want to spell that out so that as you're listening to this, you can understand why, how come I say slightly different numbers different times, and what do they all exactly mean? So I've talked about increasing revenue two to five times. That's 80% of our clients increase revenue two to five times. That's like nearly everybody's in that range. Some people are a bit less. Some people are way, way more. The other number that we've talked about is increasing revenue 486%, which is the average when we last calculated it, of people who'd implemented our system, how much they'd increase their revenue. So if you took everybody and and just averaged them out, what the average was. So could you talk everybody through what those numbers are now? Where are we at with the averages at the moment? At the moment, there are two numbers we're going to talk about. One is for all of our clients. And the other one is only for people that are going through our course. So first one, the total increase is 399.3%. And the second number is 576%. So basically, on average, people that are doing our instant course sales program have since increased their revenue by almost six times. It's even better than what we are doing now on the, uh, with our marketing on the front end. But we basically keep track of this regularly. We're updating the numbers. So basically, if you implement the systems that we suggest when it comes to course sales, uh, you're going to grow. I don't think we've ever had someone that wasn't doing better after the first few months. Yeah, a lot of people are normally seeing their best ever month after about one month, aren't they, they, if they implement Yeah, literally every client that started in the last three or four months, their best month ever, and they've been running the business for three to five years mostly, was that first month when they started and implementing things that we teach them. Their second month was by far the best ever, and then we continue to scale from there. 
So that's the kind of average increase that I said we're going to go through and, and give you an idea of how much increase you can get. Just tracking your KPIs on its own won't do that for you, but it is an essential, absolutely essential part of it. So Yosef, could you recap for everybody, what is it that they need to do in order to start working on this? Exactly. So start by tracking your top of the funnel conversions. Well, first, obviously, you should know how many sales you get a month and how much revenue it's getting you. But then start tracking your top of the funnel stats, number of leads that you are getting, conversion rate of those leads. And then if you have a tripwire funnel, conversion rate of that tripwire funnel. If you don't have a tripwire funnel, start tracking what your open rates are at the beginning when someone signs up compared to after a few months. And then make sure to have upsells and order bumps with every offer that you have and track the KPIs there. Upsells and order bumps can increase the average revenue from a funnel by 50, 60% now. So make sure to get the order bump to convert at least at 33%, get the upsell to convert at least 12 to 15% and do email promotions and make sure that the open rates are good, which means that you could do re-engagement campaigns or ditch people, just remove them if they are inactive for more than six months. So how many sheets, someone's got their Google sheet, right? They're like, okay, I'm going to listen to Yosef. I'm going to do what he says. Some, they go to Google sheets, they make a sheet there. How many different sheets should somebody have? Is it like all of this data goes in one? Are there multiple ones? How does it work? Start with one for one of your funnels and track the conversion points and the benchmarks that we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. Now, the second thing you could do is track that on a macro level, which means on a monthly basis. So start with two sheets, one for your best performing funnel and the other one for your business on a macro basis. So how many new leads you are getting, how many unsubscribes you are getting, how many sales are you getting, how many of those sales are upsells and order bumps, and then what's the revenue. So have those two and start from there. And should people track this weekly, monthly? What should they start with? Start with monthly. Go back 12 months. And when you finish that monthly tracking, ideally, you then switch to weekly from that week forward. Got it. All right, cool. So two sheets, one for the business as a whole, and the other one for your top performing funnels, whatever your flagship course is. And that one would cover... How many people are going to the sales page? How many from there to the checkout page? How many people are buying the order bump? How many people are buying the upsell? If you don't have order bumps and upsells, put the columns in anyway, and then set up order bumps and upsells. Amazing. Thanks so much, Josip. I think if you actually, this was a lot to take in, and I'm aware of that. But if you listen to this, you go back, you listen again, maybe you make notes of all the benchmark data, you set up the sheet, you start tracking it, you're going to be able to see quite quickly where it is that you actually need to focus in on your business. And if all of this is too much and you just want help with it, then go to pimpyourfunnel.com. We're going to create a free report for you. You might get, you get, you enter the chance to get one of the free funnel reviews, normally $1,000. And if you're a good fit, then we'll reach out about, tell you the details about working with us as well to be able to help you. We only charge people for support on a percentage of increase in revenue. So we don't charge anything for, if you don't make more money, you don't pay us anything. So we'll let you know if you're going to be a good fit that we might be able to talk to you about that as well. Thanks so much for listening today. Thanks so much, Yosip, for coming on. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to get future episodes, subscribe wherever you listened, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks, everyone.